What's up, everybody, and welcome to our first ever episode of Real Talk with the men of Orange Theory Fitness Happy Valley. My name is Chad, and I'm here with Coach Anthony and Coach James. Uh, We'll introduce ourselves in a little bit, but first, I wanted to talk to you guys about what it is we're doing and why we decided to do this. Um, So oftentimes, as fitness professionals, we don't get a lot of time to talk to you guys after class or outside of class, so we decided to create this podcast to give our members a little bit more resources on how they can best set up for success, be set up for success along their fitness journey. Uh, We figured we would create this podcast also to capture a bigger audience, and this way you guys can literally listen to it anywhere at any time. Um, So first, let's do some quick introductions on who we are, and then we will dive into our message. Who wants to go first? I got it. My name name is James Martinez. I'm studio manager over at Orange Street Fitness Happy Valley. You guys know me well, and I know you guys well. Um, as Chad said, it's a really, really cool thing that we're doing here for you guys. Just giving you guys a little bit more background on not only us, but also how you can improve uh, your health and how you can improve your workouts by using some of the t- tips and tricks that we'll be giving you guys. Uh, as far as myself, I've been a coach at Orange Theory Fitness, along with doing group training for the better part of seven years now. Um, I actually started here at Orange Theory Fitness Happy Valley seven years ago, um, and it's great to still be here um, on the flip side. Uh, furthermore, I currently train bodybuilders uh, for both bikini and uh, classic physique. Uh, so I have a little bit of diet background when it comes to that. Um, and then even more than that, I have a medical background and spent nine years in the military as a combat medic, which kind of helps me out a little bit, uh, helping break down form and, and movers and, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, along with the workout and, and the coaching background, I uh, definitely have diet and, and uh, health and mechanism of movement to work uh, background that I can help you guys out with. So hopefully be able to get into that a little bit uh, more as the podcast goes along. But Great to see you guys. Hopefully you guys watch and give us good feedback on this. Right on, guys. Well, my name away. is Anthony Hayes. I've been um, coaching at Orange Theory for almost eight years. Been here at the head coach at Happy Valley for the last few months. Um, been at Happy Valley almost a year. I started out in Orange County almost eight years ago. Did some head coach out there. I've been in the fitness industry roughly 11-ish years um anything you name it from big box gyms personal training boutique gyms um orange series my passion i love this place i love the structure of orange series you're not gonna get it better when i work out anywhere else um but i'm excited to be here with you guys drop some knowledge on you guys if you guys you know have any questions one off you know please reach out to us on the studio and again happy to do this and be part of you guys Awesome. And well, my name is Chad. Um, I am the regional sales and operations manager for both Orange Theory Fitness North Scottsdale and Orange Theory Fitness Happy Valley. I've been with the company for almost seven years. Um, So that's a little bit of background as far as me just in the fitness department. I don't have much outside of that. Uh, Air Force veteran corrections where I spent most of my time. Um, But let's go ahead and not bore you guys with any more introductions, but just dive into the message what we have for you guys today. Uh, This episode is going to be about how to stay on track while on vacation or during the summer months. Um, We're going to first start with James. He's going to give you guys a little bit of information on how to stay on track. And we're going to do some uh, interacting back and forth and asking some questions, um, you know, that you as the viewer might have. And we'll just address them to him directly during this call. So, James, go ahead. Tell us how we can stay on track during the uh, vacation months. So summer months are coming up. For most of us, that means vacations, right? You know what else is coming up? Challenge. Um, 
So a lot of the feedback that I was getting uh, during our challenge, you know, to kind of tie both things in, um, whereas a lot of people going on vacations, hey, I'm going to be out a week. Hey, I'm going to be out a week and a half. How do I stay on track? Um, what you don't want to do is, is make your vacation about staying on track diet-wise because it doesn't work, right? Uh, what ends up happening from my experience is not only do you end up having a really crappy vacation, but the people around you end up having a crappy vacation as well because you're trying to stay to one point. Unfortunately, you know, unless you're going to be that person that's going to bring your food skill with you and that's going to cook all your food right in front of you like you would at home, um, it's just not feasible and we all know that, right? But at the same time, you know, if we completely check out, then um, not only are we not going to hold serve, but we're going to end up moving for the fun. Um, and then what happens when that happens is we get discouraged and we stop the process. And of the few people that didn't make it all the way through the transformation challenge, a lot of it had to do with people going on vacation and just losing their drive because they came back to five pounds heavier, seven pounds heavier. Um, and yeah, you know, it can mentally really screw with you um, when that happens. So what we need to make sure that we're doing is just finding the middle ground, right? And to find the middle ground, you know, what I always tell clients is we just want to hold serve while we're on vacation, right? If we lose a pound or two, cool, but that shouldn't be the goal. The goal is to just hold serve, but to hold serve while also having fun. Um, and to do that, there are some tips and tricks that you can use. I just simply going to the to the to the buffet at, at at the hotel room or, or by going to a restaurant, by, but ordering the right things. Um, first thing that I tell clients is amount doesn't matter, right? If you're eating the right things, the amount that you're going to be eating doesn't matter. Eat until you're full um, is the thing, right? But you got to eat the right things until you're full. So, so James, let me ask you, what would, what would some of those right things be? Um, to yeah, eat while so, you're so, so the, Biggest thing that you can do for yourself when it comes to that is pick one lean protein and then also uh, supplement that with vegetables and source, source of carbohydrates, right? So if every single plate that you have has a lean protein source and vegetables in it, there's no way that you can eat so much of it that you're going to end up gaining, you know, and pounds when you're on vacation, right? So for breakfast, you know, eggs and, and veggies. For dinner, lean protein source and veggies. And when I mean eat until you're full, if you're eating lean protein source and veggies, you can literally eat plates and plates and plates of it without getting yourself in trouble and without getting so far into calorie excess that, again, going to completely ruin what you're doing right so it's not about like weighing everything while you're on vacation it's not about being super on point where you're on vacation it's about just making smart and healthy decisions while you're out there right don't ruin your own vacation don't ruin everyone else's vacation by trying to to count everything that you do all you have to do is stick to the basics so james let me ask you really quick what is um, some examples of some lean proteins for some people that might not so, have a big understanding of what you're talking about? Gotcha. So lean protein sources, what we're going to be looking for, right, is any sort of white meat is what we want to ingest, right? Because what happens is, you know, if you start to go red meat, um, you know, all the time is we get high content and saturation and fat, right? And fat is going to contain the most amount of calories. 
But what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep the calories low without having to count. The way that we ensure that we keep the calories low is by eating things that are going to be low in fat, right? Because every calorie of fat, or I'm sorry, every gram of fat is going to have nine calories in it, right? So you're talking about something like a, you're talking about like, let's say a steak, right? You know, within some of those steaks, depending on how it's cooked, you can have 30 to 40 grams of fat in it, right? You do the math. That is a lot of calories that you're ingesting, right? So if you just keep it lean protein sources, fish, chicken, you know, anything that's white, you know what I mean? As far as the meat cut itself, you can literally eat as much of you want of it while understanding that you're not it gets so far into the calorie excess that you're going to ruin your challenge or you're going to ruin the progress you've made prior to your vacation. So the protein sources have to be lean because the more fat you include in them, the more calories you're going to be ingesting, right? And when we can't count, the goal is to keep the fat as low as possible. And the grams of fat adding up is where you're going to get yourself in. Okay, so let me ask you this. So would you say you would want to stay away from something like um, sausage and bacon, um, you know, different things like that? Is it okay to have like a turkey bacon or a turkey sausage? So, yeah, right. So, so that's the right answer there, right? When, when, we're, when we're subtracting or when we're trying to subtract fats from, from the equation, right, something as simple as switching the bacon from pork to turkey from a red meat to a white meat is going to save you a ton of calories, right? So just making those small adjustments. Yes, you're on vacation. And yes, the bacon that you're eating, that's turkey bacon, doesn't 100% taste like real bacon, but it tastes 90% like bacon. And guess what? You don't have to worry about weighing it. You don't have to worry about how much you're eating. You know, it's just making sure that you're making the choice that's going to contain the least amount of fat in it. Um, is going to be the right answer. So yeah, no problem with, with uh, you know, if you want to do that with going down to something that's going to be a lighter cut of meat, which is going to contain less fat. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what about some things that, you know, I know we, we go on vacation, right? We're sitting by the pool, um, you know, the, the frozen daiquiris and different things like that sound really nice. You know what I mean? Um, but what kind of things should we be drinking while we're on vacation, maybe non-alcoholic. And then if we do decide to go the alcoholic route, um, what should we be looking at there or how should we handle that? That's such a loaded question, Chad, because um, a lot of people are kind of told um, that the things that they should be drinking are, are not the things that you should be drinking. And unfortunately, it just all comes down to advertisement, right? And unfortunately, advertisers want to push this down your throat so that you buy, you know, the the what in most cases is going to be the more expensive thing right so you know it is not the same i i can't begin to tell you guys how many people tell me hey it's you know i can just drink regular coke or i can just drink diet coke and it's going to be the same right because you know it's big sugar blah 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 whatever whatever excuse you want to come up with that is so so wrong right just by Switching from a regular Coke to a Diet Coke, you're going to save yourself somewhere around 50 to 60 grams of sugar. Every gram of sugar is four calories. Again, you do the math. That is a lot of calories you're saving, right? If you 
eat, or I'm sorry, drink the sugar-free option, Diet Coke, Diet 7 Up, Diet Sprite, Diet whatever the heck you want to call it. If you eat that or drink that, you're going to be saving yourself all those calories because it has zero calories in it. And by it, I mean the diet drink that everyone tells you is so horrible for you has zero calories. Also, there's been many, 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 many studies published that back up the fact that things like artificial sweeteners like aspartame do not, not do, do not cause any sort of cancer whatsoever, right? The one study where this has been taken, taken from that advertisers have, have kind of just cling to um, so that they could tell you the more expensive regular drink um, was a very, very localized study that didn't have a big sample group um, and didn't have a good control group. So it's not a study that we can rely on to say, hey, this is going to cause cancer down the line, right? I've been drinking diet soda and diet drinks for the better part of 15 years, man. I'm still here, right? You are more apt to go outside during your vacation, in the sun, in your bathing suit, and give yourself skin cancer than you are giving yourself cancer drinking aspartame. So if you're concerned about cancer in your sugar-free drinks, then maybe you should be a little bit more concerned about even being outside because that's going to cause you cancer before any of this other stuff is going through, right? It has zero calories in it. And in the end, as we all know, and as you guys all heard me say, it's calories in, calories out. So drink the drinks that are going to have zero calories in them. Diet sodas, diet drinks, diet whatever. If they take the sugar out of it, you need to be drinking it. The big thing for me uh, to ingest water, and Chad very well knows this, I hate drinking water, man. And the only way I'll drink it if it's like fizzy water that's sugar-free or, uh, you know, put some meal in it, and that'll help me drink water as well. Those are definitely some substitutes that you can use to make sure that you're getting your water intake as well because that's super important also. We don't want to be walking around dehydrated um, and, and causing our body to, to create cortisol the stress hormone that is then going to make us want to eat more later, right? So drink the drinks. Matter of fact, what I'm drinking right now, right? Zero sugar, vitamin water. Yeah, I mean, kind of. if I kind of jump in right here too. Please. So, I mean, everyone is, you know, their body responds to some, you know, certain things differently too, right? So um, artificial sweeteners, artificial sweeteners, some people might respond to it differently. So, I mean, if you're like one of those people, if you know you respond to, you know, something like that a little bit differently or it might bloat you or something like that, then, I mean, another way to kind of go about it is maybe just in moderations. I mean, obviously, yeah, if you can stay as close to zero calories as you possibly can, go for it. But your body's going to respond to certain things differently than my body will respond to something differently than James's body, right? So if that's the case, I mean, it's, it's all trial and error. Everything with diets can be trial and error. You're going to see what works for you, what doesn't work with you, whatnot. But, you know, if you're if you're in that case where it's your body's not responding to or it bloats you for the, these artificial sweeteners or whatnot, um, then anything in moderation, of course, you know, I mean, you want to have fun, you want to not have fun, especially on vacation, but moderation too would be probably another key aspect to having fun, but also being smart about it on vacation. Well, and, and you know, kind of picking back, picking back off that point, right, um, in moderation, so Chad asked non-alcoholic, and I'm sure he, he divided that up because he was going to ask me about alcoholic. 
Um, so that being said, right. Um, so we're on vacation. We want to have a few drinks. We want to have a good time. Right. So you got to ask yourself, you know, how committed am I to this challenge or to staying on track? Um, if the answer is I'm fully committed, fully bought in the amount of alcohol that you need to be drinking. I'm sorry. Is zero. period. End of story. Um, why? Because alcohol contains calories and it contains calories are not at all conducive to any sort of muscle building or changing of body composition, right? So I don't know if you guys know, but alcohol has its own, it's its own macronutrient, right? So there's carbs, fats, and then there's proteins, but then there's also alcohols, right? Alcohol in itself will have calories. So the problem with saying, oh, it's fine. I'm going to drink alcohol. I'm just going to drink the, the, light version of the alcohol, right? Like uh, like if you had vodka, they have light vodka, just drink the light vodka, right? The way alcohol works is it's in proof, right? So you have a certain proof for the alcohol. The less of the proof there is in the alcohol, the more of the alcohol you have to drink to get drunk, right? And obviously if we're drinking on vacation, we're drinking to have fun and get a little buzz in, right? So what ends up happening is, is you have to drink more and more and more and more of the light stuff for you to get to that level of buzz um, that you would have gotten sooner if you just drank the regular stuff, right? So in the end, even though it says light on there, you end up drinking the same amount of calories to get to the feeling, I guess, for lack of a better word, that you want to get to, right? So it, it doesn't make sense, once again, you know, to, to buy the light option if what you're going for is, is a certain feeling within you. Drink the regular stuff because it's going to get you there sooner. Now, alcohol on its own has calories, but what you can do to minimize, you know, the hit that you're going to take if you're going to make the decision to drink is to drink stuff that is supplemented with sugar-free stuff, right? Because again, if you're drinking mixed drinks uh, that have alcohol and have cranberry juice, orange juice, whatever else you want to call it, not, not only do you have the calories from the alcohol but now you have the calories from the sugary drink as well and now you're turning that drink into a two three hundred calorie drink right let's say you drink three of those that's almost a thousand calories you're ingesting right? so you can cut that number in half simply by going from a regular sugary drink to a non-sugary drink where you're going to be subtracting a macronutrient of sugar. So now we only have to worry about the alcohol as far as calories go. So if you're going to drink, you got to make sure that you're doing it smartly and you're not worrying about cutting calories from the alcohol itself because the calories are going to be ingested one way or another if you're trying to get to a certain degree, right? A certain level of buzz. One way or another, you're going to have to ingest those calories of alcohol because that's what alcohol, that's how alcohol gets you drunk. The more calories of alcohol you ingest, the drunker you get, period. So if you get a light uh, light vodka option, right, that is 50 proof instead of 60 proof, you're going to end up drinking the same amount of calories anyway to get to that feeling that you want to get to. So where you need to kind of focus your energy on is what I'm going to supplement the alcohol with, right? So either straight on the rocks or if you want to mix it, you got to mix it with something that's going to be sugar-free. Now, beer is a little different, right? Beer is carbohydrates and alcohol mixed together. 
So when you get the light option of the beer, it does reduce the calorie count because they take the carbs out, right? So now if you're going to drink beer, then yes, light beer is the right decision to make. But when it comes to regular alcohol, distilled alcohol, you want to just drink the regular alcohol just to get to where you need to get as quickly as possible. And then you stop. Right. So that's kind of the way that you got to look at alcohol. If you're committed, though, like a thousand percent committed to, to getting to your goal during your challenge or not just blowing up your goal during your vacation. I'm sorry, but the right the right answer is zero. So moral of the story is if you want to have fun, if you're committed, but you want to have fun, whiskey on the rocks. That's it, baby. That's it. Um, So let me, James, let me just recap a little bit. You mentioned high proteins um, and lots of vegetables while on vacation. Um, Why, why, I noticed you didn't mention carbs, right? Um, Why do you want to avoid carbs or lots of carbs when you're on vacation? Perfect question. So what, Carbohydrates, the carbohydrates are glycogen, right? So with glycogen, uh, the more glycogen you ingest, the more of a glycogen spike you're going to get, right? So if we're eating protein and vegetables, right? Vegetables have some carbs. They're not highly glycogenic and they're not going to spike your glycogen because there's not a lot of that, right? So what we do is we eat and our glycogen goes like this, right? So it's not that big of a hit. When we ingest high carbohydrates, especially simple carbs, sugars, what happens is our glycogen goes like this. And then as soon as it comes all the way down, guess what you feel? You are hungry as all heck. And guess what you're hungry for? More glycogen so that you can get that spike again. It's almost like a drug, man. It's, it's the, it's, it's addicting for sure. You can talk. You can talk about any recreational drug um, that you can talk about. Sugar is the worst and the most addictive. By far, as soon as you get that glycogen crash, your body's going to ask you for more because it wants that feeling again. It wants to feel good. It wants to feel energized, right? And what you end up doing is brownie, cake, cookies, right? And it doesn't stop. You know the the only way. The only way it stops is for you, the only way for you to stop a glycogen spike and get back to this is for you to go through glycogen withdrawals, right? So you're going to feel like poop, for lack of a better word, every time you do this. And then the only way you're going to stop from doing this is to feel like poop for long enough that you can get back to a baseline, right? And that feeling sucks. And that's why sugar is so addicting. And that's why we want to stay away from it. Because as soon as you go to that buffet platter and you're like, oh, I'm just eating one, it's no big deal. When have we ever just eaten one, right? It's just, as soon as you start, man, you get that glycogen spike and you got that in your body and you feel that feeling, your body's just going to want more and more. And you're on vacation, you're already drinking, you're going to be able to stop. It's like Pringles, man, you pop one, the whole, the whole, the whole entire can's going. <laughs> so since we're on the topic of dessert all of a sudden, um, my question to you would be, um, what do you say to the person that's like, oh, I'll just eat a light breakfast or a light lunch so I can save more room for that dessert that I want at the end of the night? It's not going to work because, again, what's going to happen is you're going to be like this during the day. And then at night, you're going to go like this. And then your body's not going to want to stop. Right? It's just you can't just have one. It doesn't work that way. Like 
physiologically, your body just doesn't work that way. It just, there's no amount of willpower, right? Like there's no, there's nothing. No consistency. That you can do. There's no, there's no, you can't be like, Oh, I'm just going to stop. It just doesn't work that way because your body is literally going through a withdrawal process, right? Think about, you know, somebody coming down off of heroin or like a hard drug like that. Your body's literally going through that process every time you are glycogen dumping yourself. Um, and you're going through the same withdrawal symptoms, obviously not as pronounced, but the, the mechanisms are the same, right? And what ends up happening is you just can't stop. And even if you do, if you're that one person that has so much willpower that you can stop, after you eat that brownie, you're going to feel like absolute crap for the next two hours because, again, your body's trying to level itself again, and it's going to go through those withdrawal symptoms, right? It's just not worth it, man. It's just not worth it. Instead, go to go grab yourself some fruit, man. Fruit has the sugar in it, right? But it also has a lot more nutritional value, and it doesn't have as much sugar. So instead of going like this, you're little bit of a glycogen spike, but it's doable. You're good to go, right? Something like uh, strawberries, man. Strawberries are great. They're super, you can eat a ton of them and not get a huge glycogen spike and not overeat them. Um, they're so low calorie that you can just get away with. And something sweet, you can still eat it, still enjoy it, but you're not going to get that huge spike that you're going to get like if you eat a brownie. In the awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like just in summary, when we go on vacation, if we're super committed, we don't want to drink at all. Right. Uh, But if we do want to drink a little bit, we got to do it moderation. We want to use, uh, you know, diet Coke or uh, sugar-free cranberry juice or different things like that. When it comes to food, we want lean meats, proteins, eggs, and vegetables. Um, We want to stay away from pizza, cheese, anything, you know, super carb heavy, um, you know, super fat heavy. Yeah. And fat heavy, right. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, that's gonna make us uh, crave, um, you know, the sugar and different things later down the road. So, but, you know, to kind of summarize all this, I think what you have to take into consideration because James mentioned um, how committed are you? Right. And that's always going to go back to your why um, your fitness. Why is going to be the reason you want to achieve your goal. Um, it's the deepest, darkest emotions and feelings that you have about yourself and your body. Right. So, Uh, What you want to change, and more importantly, the reason or reasons why you want to make this change is going to come from your why. Um, Everybody's obviously, as we know, is different, um, but it's going to supercharge you to hit your goals and put you in the best place um, to smash through those comfort zones. So um, if you don't know what your why is, right, you some of the things you don't want to do is you don't want to um, just, I guess, what I want to say is, is you don't want to... um, do you don't, your why can't be for someone else, right? You, um, if right, you don't right. know your why, you can't just, um, you know, just say, I'm just going to do this for someone else. It has to be for you because that way you're more committed to it. Um, you can't just do it just because you're bored and you're looking for something to do. Um, one of the main reasons for lacking motivation is not identify and being aware of your why. So you got to think about what it is, right? You got to think about why you're doing what you're doing, what you're committed to, um, and that's going to better assist you um, to hitting your goals and, and staying committed to them for the long run. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Your, your why? Yeah, 100%, man. You know, like, you're spot on. It, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. You said it like, I couldn't say any better. I mean, that's, this is why you get into this journey, right? Is because you have a reason. 
right? I mean, like you said, it could be for yourself. I mean, it could be for someone else, your significant other, your children, you know, you want to be healthy, you want longevity in your life, you know, so you can be around for your children, you yeah, know, so you have to take it back to your why, you know, there so there, there is a reason why you got started. And if you ever have any doubts or, you know, there's a block, you know, remind yourself why you got started, why this is important to you and consistency with that consistent reason why you got into this fitness journey or this any journey in life whatsoever. There's a reason, uh, the example that I use for, for, for finding what your why is, um, is so there's a reason why, you know, after people go through like horrible breakups or horrible divorces, right. They're in here just busting their butts, getting the best shapes of their life ever. It happens over and over. We see it over and over. And, and the reason why that is, is because it's internalized. There's a feeling there that's coming from within. It's not, oh, I'm just going to the gym because, uh, I don't know, my husband thinks I don't look good or or just because it's a check the box thing, right? You're not going to go anywhere that way. The reason why people get so intense and so successful with their weight loss after going through something super traumatic, like a huge breakup, is because it's internalized and it's coming from within. And there's there's that willpower from within that's driving you, right? If you're letting someone else be your willpower, man, it's just not going to happen. That why has to be internalized and it has to be like that really feeling within you where it's like, you know, we've all been through that breakup that just crashes, right? It's got to be that feeling and it's got to be coming from within you. Obviously, you got to use different things to find it. Um, you know, maybe like like Anthony said, right? It's, hey, man, like if I don't get my, my stuff together, you know, doc said I'm going to have a heart attack or, or I'm going to have a stroke or, or it can be something as simple as like, man, I hate the way the mirror looks, but it's, you got to internalize it somehow. You got to get that feeling within you, in your heart, in your soul, that's just coming out of you. That way, when you go on vacation, you know, you can just say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to eat the, I'm going to have fun. You know, I'm going to have a drink here and there. No big deal. I'm going to do everything that I have to do, but you're going to have enough why within you to kind of get through it without just ruining everything right if you don't have that white to begin with we can talk until we're blue in the face it's not gonna matter that number one is, is why and yeah. i think like to kind of piggyback off that too i think you know it, it's a journey fitness is a journey your why may change during your fitness journey yeah as long as you are like what james said internalizing the reasons behind what you're doing and keep reminding yourself that you will always have that motivation to keep going so it's a journey. The why would might change. It might consistently change, but you know what your why is. You internalize it, and you know what you want out of it. So just with everything, I mean, this fitness specifically, um, it's a journey. A lot of trial and error, ebbs and flows, everything sure. too. Like in life, I mean, as long as you have that why to stay consistent, you're on the right track. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think about it right. Then you, once you find it, you start to visualize it, what it looks like, what you're going to look like. And as you said, it's going to change as you change, as you continue to progress through your journey, that why could change. But I think it's always important to start with why um, so that you can make sure that you stay on task during your journey. Um, Anthony, I know James talked to us a little bit about um, how to stay on track on vacation, um, but you wanted to take it a step further and talk about how to stay on track just during the summer months. And, you know, why is the summer months any different from any other month? Well, you got to think about the kids are out of school, right? You got sports. Um, you got vacations, you got all these different things. So that's kind of why the uh, summer months play a more important role than maybe some of the rest of the time. So why don't you go ahead and uh, dive into that a little bit? 
Yeah. I mean, kind of James kind of nailed everything kind of the head with the vacation boat and everything. But, you know, when we associate with summer, obviously we associate with vacation, you know, kids are coming out of school. Our schedules might be changing. Um, The weather is getting nice, better, you know, so you want to have that time to take, you know, off from work, from school, whatnot, relax. So, I mean, I think what it comes down to is um, if you know your schedule is going to change or, you know, something is going to happen, you know, in your life or, you know, working out might be taking like a back seat to like I say, like, you know, kids, you know, come out of school, a perfect example, you know, so it's always good to have a plan, you know, and then have a plan before it gets too busy to make that plan. Right. Um, so schedule some, you know, some workouts some activities or something that, you know, it, it going to be in between your gaps of what you have to do as responsible as a parent for work, you know, vacation, so having that plan to get yourself active, again, takes it back to the why. Why are you having this plan? Because I have these goals in mind, you know, so having a plan before you get too busy to even make the plan would be like a huge step in just kind of staying inconsistent because that's what the whole, you know, fitness, you know, journey is, is like James said, we could tell you to do something blue in the face, but if you're not consistent about it, consistency about it, then it's going to fall between the cracks in the, in the fitness. Then after what? couple weeks of like, you know, missing workouts, missing your routines, then it's going to fall through the cracks. And then, oh, shoot, like I'm like three months in, like all summer is over and I haven't really worked out too much. And then you kind of feel like you're starting over and that can be like a hard spot to get into. So if you have a plan before you get busy with the summer activities, school, vacations, whatnot, and you could just help yourself stay consistently throughout the whole summer months. I have a question for you, Anthony, uh, kind of, uh, leading on that. Um, a lot, a lot of the, uh, uh, a lot of the pushback, I guess, uh, that we get from, um, you know, people wanting to start their fitness journey, especially during the summer months is I don't have time. My kids are, my kids are coming out of school. How would you, how would you address that? And how how would you talk someone out of that mindset? Yeah. And let me, let me add to that just a little bit, because you, you almost said exactly everything. Um, that I wanted to say, because obviously you guys know being in the fitness industry for a long time, when it becomes summer, um, people will come in and they're like, oh, I need to freeze for the summer. My kids. One thousand percent. Well, it's just like 1, my, my first thought, right? Is yep. like, well, what are you going to be doing for fitness if you're if you're not going to be here all summer? You know what I mean? So um, to just to take that a step further, Anthony, you know, you see it all the time. People come in, they freeze for like the entire month. Their kids are out of school. They can't make it in. Um, so how do you, how do you, what do you, what do you say to someone um, that maybe feels that way or, or they actually do have to freeze? How do they, how do they are going to stay active on vacation? Right. I mean, obviously, you know, during the summer. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously you want to, you know, empathize, you know, obviously they feel, you know, they don't have the time or there's more important things in their life. So, I mean, just, just gotta be human about it. Ask them questions, ask them why, like what, what's going on? you know, where, where, where's, where's your time going? You know, if you're not doing this, are you going to do an X, Y, Z, what are you going to be doing for your fitness? And then take, take back again to your why, your goals. Why, why, why did you start in the first place? What are your, what are your goals for the summer? What, what do you, what are your aspirations to do, you know, for you during the summer times? So yeah. You're taking time off for, your kids or your significant other vacation, but what are you do for what about you? Right. Yeah. What about you? I yeah. People what, 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 what I couldn't have said it better myself. That's the 100%. thing. Like, like, nobody, ever, 
thinks about themselves when they're thinking yeah. about everyone else. Like, well, what about I, you? I tell everyone, I tell everyone, you know, you got, you got to fill your cup up first before you fill theirs up. Yes. Cause if you're, if you're, if your cup's not empty, how are you going to be there for someone else? You know? Right. So do what, again, what is your goal? What is your aspiration? Do what fills your cup up. And if you have to wake up an hour early, you know, earlier than normal, it's, it goes back, take it back to your goals. This is what your goals are. This is what your why is. If you don't take time for you, like, well, then what's, what's your, I mean, bluntly, like, what is, are your goals worth it? Or is, is right. your why worth it? Right. I mean, you we know, know your, your kids aren't going to be awake at 5 a.m. during the week in right. the summertime. Um, you know what I mean? Your kids aren't going to have a softball uh, game at 5 a.m. You know what I mean? So it's just finding the time to get, to get some of those things done. I really like what you said, Anthony, about having a plan or a schedule um, before you get too busy um, to make one. So what's the best way to go about um, setting up your plan so that you stay consistent? Um, and how does that look like doing it before you get too busy? Yeah. I mean, like I'm a, I'm a visual person, you know, um, it's, I mean, if you look at my calendar, my GCAL, you know, I have a calendar at the home, like it's, it's visual. So I have, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. Like, so I don't have to think about it. Right. So I know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, but if I feel like my calendar, I'm like, okay, this, 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 and then it's already planned, you know? So if you know, you're going to go pick up your kids or, you know, if you're going to go on vacation, this certain X, Y, Z, Z day, if you know, you have something planned, there's gaps in your day, you know, you could schedule your workout or schedule, you know, your activity outside. So I think, I think visualizing something, putting down pen to paper really helps the mindset kind of get you in that right mindset. So um, this, this happens a lot, right. As someone that sits out in the lobby and kind of handles uh, paperwork and, you know, different freeze requests and different things like that. Um, what are some things that the person, the person can do, um, if they're running to Vegas for a volleyball tournament or they got to take their kid to a softball game or whatever the case may be, what are some of the things that they can eat um, while they're like traveling on the road, you know, to and from these places so that it's not like, oh, I'm going to grab my son McDonald's, right, because he needs to eat before his game or whatever the case may be. How do they how do they stay on track, you know, on these trips, on these little mini drives? Right. I mean, one, I would stay away from McDonald's. Don't go there. You know, not but, even for your kids, right? Yeah, it's not good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Eat real food. No, but um, no, but seriously though, like if if you're on the go, like you know, many times I am too. Like I go pick up something, and kind of what like James said, you know, is little to like zero, no calories. If you're gonna, you know, find something to drink, um, but you you would know what to put in your body. You know, I mean, as far as like you know, what's good for you, what's not bad, what's bad for you, um like James said already too, like keep it minimal carbs, lean proteins. Um, if you have to get something, you know, try to, you know, if you go to like in and out or something, you know, if you need to go somewhere quick, you know, they have animal style, you know, take away the bun. I mean, it's, I mean, the gas, I'm not going to taste like, you know, like, like a cheeseburger bun, everything, but there's always substitute. You could substitute, you know, dressing on salads if you need a salad, you know, not the, the super aioli dressies or whatever you can substitute with like more like the vinaigrette dressings. So I would just say substitute like all like the, the fatty or the carb stuff with low fat, low calorie. Um, it's it's kind of hard, you know, when you're on the go, I understand. Um, but if you can substitute, substitute when you can. Okay. I know, um, you know, sometimes people talk about being just too busy to plan ahead or too busy to meal prep. Um, you know, if 
for people that aren't, you know, um, really well-versed in fitness, right. For the people that might be listening to this, that are new to fitness, um, what's an easy way to kind of like meal prep or how, how to set up their meals or how to plan for the week, um, so that they can have the most success where it really limit, you know, cuts down on time. Yeah. I mean, literally like pick a day, um, pick an hour or two out of the day, um, like on a Sunday or whenever you have downtime for an hour or two and meal prep your food. I mean, it doesn't have to be super crazy. It has to be a lot. We don't have to cook like meals and meals and meals. Um, you could just cook a couple of different things, like hard boil some eggs, you know, for some snack, you know, cook some ground Turkey, you know, with some onions and some asparagus and throw that, you know, in containers, you know, I mean, it's, it's not super time consuming. I mean, yeah, you got to take a little bit of time out of it, but I mean, it's, it's quick. And if you take an hour to just like meal prep your, your snacks or your, your lunches, then, I mean, it takes a lot of the guesswork during the week. Right. So if you are out and about, you know, if you know, you'll be running around, oh, I'm going to grab my hard boiled egg. I'm going to grab my, you know, my Turkey, you know, and then just take it with you. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, planning ahead, you know, but once you have an hour or two, like sometime during the week, if you schedule that in and it will just go, leaps and bounds than grabbing, you know, something at McDonald's or something, you know? So um, just little things like that. I mean, doesn't hard boiled eggs doesn't take that long. It's easy to do. It's easy snack to, you know, get calories, you know, get some energy. So something, I think just think about planning ahead a little bit and probably be my bit, my suggestion. Awesome. Um, so Anthony, James talked a lot about like what to eat um, and what not to eat when you're on vacation. What about um, getting in some kind of physical activity when you're on vacation? Um, how would you go about that? Maybe you're like, well, I don't have uh, time to hit up the hotel gym. You know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But for the people that don't have time to or can't plan the time, you know, because they don't want to take away from family or whatever the case may be. How do you recommend people get um, and stay active while on vacation or get some kind of physical activity? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Just if you could do anything active, Um I mean, it doesn't have to be like an hour, you know, it could be like 30, 40 minutes just to get your heart pumping. You know, if you, if you guys say you go on vacation somewhere tropical, maybe if you want to go on like a hike, you know, that's active. That's something to get outside. That's something to get your heart rate elevated. Um, and you can or, do it you know, with your family, you know, you do it with your family, right? So it's an activity you can do not only for you, but you can do it with the family. So it's not like taking time out of your vacation. It's part of your vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, or again, tropical, if you're on the water, you know, go swimming, play some beach volleyball. So there's many avenues you could do. Um, you could plan into your, your workout. So you're not like, feel like you're missing out on your vacation. If you can't make it to the gym or if there's no gym available, just anything to kind of get the heart rate elevated, kind of your heart pumping. Um, just so you're kind of staying on track when you don't have time to. Awesome. Um, you know, and just to throw a little orange theory fitness, uh, shout out out there. Um, for those people that do need to freeze uh, for some length of time during the summer or, or have to be out of the gym physically, uh, don't forget you can do those at-home workouts just straight from your mobile app. Um, so make make sure you guys tap into that. I know Orange Theory worked really hard to uh, to you know to create those workouts so that people could take some time out of their day at home um, with the kids or whatever the case may be. If you don't have weights, that's okay. You know, grab a couple gallons of milk, grab a sack of potatoes, whatever you have laying around the house, you can get those stuff in. It's pretty practical. And they can also use their app for uh, for their heart rate monitors or for their zones as well. You know what I mean? So or there's a will, there's a way, I think is what, what Anthony's getting at, right? 
uh, I think uh, it, it's it's huge uh, to to figure out something that you like and just do it as long as you're active. Don't overthink it. Just like Anthony said, right? If you're, you know, sunset, you're going to go on a walk for the beach, do that. Use that, you know, as as your your time to work out, even though, you know, it's still supposed to be a fun thing. You just got to get active in some shape, way, or form. If you like to jump rope, jump rope, man. If you like to, to run, run. If you like to play volleyball, play. like it doesn't matter what the activity is. What matters is that you're burning calories, right? And, and how you burn calories, you can find million different ways to do it um just find the one that works for you that's one for you that's super awesome um one quick question for you guys because i know we're about to end the call um how should people approach fitness in general um is it a lifestyle is it something that you can just go in and out of like how committed does someone need to be i know we mentioned um it all starts with your why but um, oftentimes, and the reason I ask this question is what we oftentimes see, even in these challenges, right, that you were just talking about, um, we see some of the same people in these challenges losing weight all over again. So it's just like, how should people approach this? And, and um, for someone that's just trying to figure out fitness or just came to the studio or um, how should they approach uh, working out and what kind of mindset should they have uh, with the whole process? I honestly, for me, I honestly think the workout portion is the fun part. I think people enjoy working out for the most part. I think people, you know, burn calories. I think people, um, you know, get that happy feeling and start releasing all those happy hormones um, and start getting rid of hormones like cortisol on that. Um, I, I think the working out, part, but I think why people while working out is because it is wrong, right? And, and people that don't have a background think they can just start training and just all train their diet. And it's just impossible, right? And that's why we see, like like Chad said, the, the, the yo-yo dieter, right? Where they, they gain weight and then they lose a bunch of weight and then they gain it back, but they gain more. So they end up going like this, but really what's happening is they're really going up, you know? Um, and I think that happens because people make diet a diet and not a lifestyle, like Chad said. So for me, the answer is this simple. Can you eat the way that you're eating for the rest? If the answer is no, you're on a diet, right? We don't want to be on a diet, like what we, what we think about when we think diet, right? Restrictions, eating foods we don't like, eating bland foods, doing all that, right? Like that doesn't work for anyone. I can tell you, I can say, Chad, eat this highlighter for the next two weeks. You're going to look exactly the way you've always wanted to eat. You're like, all right, I'm going to eat this highlighter. On a weekend, you're going to be like, hey, man, that tastes like crap. I can't eat that anymore, right? And, and that's what happens um, with, with diet. So I, I, you have to ask yourself, is the way I'm eating right now? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be what I like. It doesn't have to be what I like. The way I'm eating right now, can I do this for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, then you have to adjust what you're eating because it's not going to work. It might work for a week. It might work, it might work for two weeks. But when you're done with it, not only are you going to rebound back to where you started, but most likely because you starved your body so much, you're going to rebound way above where you even started, right? And we see it with bodybuilders all the time. That is my biggest thing with bodybuilders. They'll star themselves so much and get down to such a lean body fat percentage that when it's off season and time to not diet, they just blow up, man. Um, and, and it just happens regularly. So I can only imagine what it's like for a normal person that isn't a bodybuilder, that isn't that, you know, into it or, or that committed to it, right? 
So the first thing has to be, can I eat the way that I'm eating for the rest of my life? What you have to do is eat things that you like while also creating a calorie. Right? Eat the things that you like, but eat less of them. Or eat options, like Anthony said, that are going to be less dense in calories. Um, that, that's, it's, it's that. Can you eat the way that you're eating for the rest of your life with this diet? If the answer is no, you got to find something. Yeah, awesome. I mean, 100% too. I mean, yeah, working out, I mean, it should make you happy, right? You know, or it should. If, so, if working out doesn't make you of, happy, some kind of good feeling. you got to find a different, a different workout, 1,000%. Right. Some kind of good feeling is going to make you happy, right? You know I mean? But like what James said, working out, that's that's the easy part. The the hard part is the diet. You know, if you're looking for like a certain physique or whatnot. So, I mean, what I, what I say, if you're going to do start a fitness routine or fitness journey or whatnot, whatever the case may be, make sure you're happy doing what you're doing and make sure you're committed doing what you're doing. Because if you're not happy, if you're not committed, you're like this, you know, yeah. you're going to be happy for a second thing. You're gonna be, you know, it's, the, it's the ebbs and flows, right? Um, just like, you know, if you, you know, with the job, you're committed with the job to make money, you make the money, it makes you good. So you buy things, you know, just same thing with like your fitness, you know, you got to be committed to your goals, your happiness. You got to be committed to what you set out to do. And if, if you're not committed to these certain X, Y, Z, whatever the reason may be, you know, then it's, it's just going to be the yo-yo effects. Like what James talked about, the ups and down. So happiness is, and commitment. It, in, in your experience, Chad, with, you know, the, the seven years that you've been here and you've seen people come and go, um, do you think that, that happiness and commitment um, has to come from what you were talking about from that why? Do you see that people, people that are happy and committed to their fitness routine, do you see that they have a why? Um, or, or is it, you know, what, what, what's the case that you've seen? Yeah, I, I think definitely, you know, everybody has a different story when they come in the door, whether it's they want to lose weight for a wedding or, um, you know, it really comes down to two things. They're either there at the studio to avoid further pain or they're there to gain future pleasure. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, you know, maybe the doctor told them if they didn't lose a certain amount of weight that they were going to die in a couple of years, right? Maybe, um, like you said, they're going through a really bad divorce and they just want to find enjoyment in something. You know what I mean? Um, there, it's always to, to avoid uh, pain or gain pleasure. And when, when someone has that why, um, you, you just see them kind of like fast track. I, I, I remember people coming in, um, could barely run, you know, could barely row. Um, and then, you know, six months later, um, they're rowing so hard that it's coming off the ground. Now their form's wrong. Somebody needs to correct that. Um, but at the end of the day, just the energy um, and the drive that they have. Right. And then the, and then the people obviously that succeed the most are the people that keep that. And again, it could change over time. But I think once you start to get the results you want, it's already became a habit at this point. Right. And you've already started to make that commitment and you're more serious uh -huh. about it. And you're like, I'm not going back to where I was. So what you're saying is that the lifestyle becomes the why. Yes. Yep. Yes. And also kind of piggyback on that too, is if you surround yourself with like like-minded individuals, you know, you're, it's, they're going to drive that even further. You know, oh, that's what yes. Orange Theory, you know, it makes that community, you know, have you, how many times have you seen or heard that people have new friends just from coming to not even here, but just working out in general, you know, right. like my yourself with people who have like-minded goals, like-minded, you know, fitness aspirations, whatnot, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, this whole, the whole community. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, well, that's pretty much all the time we have for today, guys. Um, 
obviously this is something that we want to continue to put out for you guys. We, we plan, or at least the plan right now is to put out one episode a month. Um, the topic and things that we discuss were always going to be different. Um, you know, eventually we're going to, we want you guys to interact with us. We obviously want to know down the road, um, what are some things that you guys want us to talk about? So we will be, um, you will be seeing this online on YouTube, different places like that. So always drop, um, some questions in the comments, you know, we're always available to answer them. Uh, you know, we could even respond in the comments on YouTube. So, um, again, we're doing this for you guys. We want the people that not only come through the doors of Orange Theory Fitness, um, but for anybody watching this, uh, we want you guys to be successful in your fitness journey. And this is the whole reason why uh, we created it. So um, that's basically about all I have for you guys. Do you guys have anything you want to add before we uh, sign off? Uh, no, other than, uh, you know, it's, it's a pleasure working here. and It's a pleasure uh, seeing you guys change for the better. Um, and it, it's always, always fun. Uh, to see, uh, you know, I, I think the greater point was just to see people come in here, you know, with a why, like chat said of like, hey, you know, I have a wedding, somebody broke up with me. And then for our people that have been here for forever, where the finally it all comes together and then the why becomes a lifestyle, right? It's just, it's the best feeling to, to be able to be a small part of that. So, you know, for me, I just want to thank you guys for letting me part of be part of that journey um and if there's anything that i can do to help you guys even get further um please let me know and if you have any questions drop them in the comments yeah anthony how about that. you second that you awesome. know, everything so, you said, you know. yeah i mean um you know the the main thing we want to achieve right again is just having people get success through their journey um there's going to be ebbs and flows you're gonna you're gonna fail right but it doesn't mean that failure is final um, and, the, and the hope is that you really achieve uh, what you're setting out to do. So if this, um, if these podcasts, if you're watching this at any point and something resonates with you, um, please share. You know what I mean? If you feel like that this could be um, a blessing to someone else, just make sure you share the link on your social media pages um, because we are doing this solely to help people succeed in their fitness journey. So again, share the link if it had any kind of impact on you. Um, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the call today, um, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Love you guys. Take care, guys.